electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Google Card is now Gemini. What a rename and a rebrand mean for Google's fight for AI. It is Thursday, February 8th. Welcome to the Tech Podcast. I'm Mark Gilbert with Deirdre Bosa. D out, out in the field. Couldn't do this I know. Excuse the sound quality. I know. You'll have to bear with me. That's why you're going to do most of the talking today, Gilbert. But... I mean, it's a it's a very exciting day because Google's renaming, rebranding its whole AI strategy, essentially. But everything is now going to be known as Gemini. Gemini is the AI model that powers, it's going to be powering Google's generative AI. But it's also just going to be sort of this title for everything it does in the space. And there's a paid subscription for access to a more advanced version. So that's sort of its answer to ChatGPT and some of the other stuff that's already out there. But I right. thought the overarching message, let's, let's talk about this because we can get down in the details. It's multimodal. Um, it's going to be available on your phone. It's going to be in Gmail. It's going to be everywhere that Google is. But the message here, which is key, that's what we want to focus on, is that Sundar Pichai realizes, acknowledges that the chatbots are coming. And so the question that follows that is it's doing a big push for Gemini, but is it willing to go all the way, disrupt search, still that golden goose? quick enough to actually take the lead here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, in so many businesses that we talk about, the recurring message and the recurring theme is there's, uh, you know, what got you to where you are today? Are you willing to leave that behind to what's going to get you to tomorrow? And how do you sort of transfer, you know, uh, how do you transfer from what's currently keeping you afloat to what's going to keep you afloat in the future? Um, and, and that's today was basically a, a big moment of that for Google. It's a great point. And in the case of Google, what it risks disrupting is known as the greatest business model of all time, search ads. Totally. This is not something that you do on a whim. <laughs> and that's why, I mean, you could point to that as the reason why Google has been slow here, has let others like OpenAI and Microsoft sort of totally. take the title for generative AI to lead. I think that's why it's so, we're sort of going off topic here, but I think that's why it's so fascinating is because usually when this is happening, it's like, think about, you know, traditional TV, right? Which we've talked about a lot this week. You know, traditional TV is in decline. Uh, you know, there's more and more cord cutters. And so there's this, this attempt to, can you continue to keep that business alive while you transition to direct to consumer over the top, you know, streaming options? Uh, yep. But in the case of Google, the, the old business is not in decline. The, the old business is thriving and doing great, right? Great point. Uh, you know, Google search is still hugely profitable and growing. The question is, is if you look at the actual technology, not the, the business trends, if you look at the technology trends, is it on the verge of being displaced by, by AI? In the words of Bob Iger this week, I, I like that you bring up that TV example because we saw a big example of that this week. And then Bob Iger talking to our Julia Borson, this line was so key. He said, I'd rather be the disruptor than the disrupting. And I was going to interrupt you and say it because I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> yes, I would rather be the disruptor than the disrupted. And, and you're right, because that's a different case. Linear TV and the traditional business 
of media is declining so quickly that it feels like less and less of a gamble to bet on streaming, whereas in the case of Google, search ads is still a fantastic business. Um, but generative AI is coming quickly. Let's talk about the actual details of this announcement. Um, so what Google did today, streamlining its, all of its generative AI under one name, one brand, Gemini. Like I said, it's going to be everywhere that Google is, on mobile, in your Gmail, even as a toggle in Google search itself. So it'll be a separate app in the Android ecosystem, and in iOS, it's going to be built into the Google app. So obviously, this is a big push, but it still doesn't really address that bigger question. Will Gemini replace, or will it supplement Google? Will we go from Googling something to Geminiing it, and will that be as lucrative? That's the key question here, and that's why Google may not be willing to go all the way here and and replacing Google with Gemini, right? <laughs> Doing it on its yeah. own, kind of like yeah. Meta did yeah. with Facebook, but Facebook did with Meta. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think it's sort of the, the one part that I thought was really interesting there. So in the Android ecosystem, right? So if you have an Android phone, there's going to be a separate app called Gemini. Uh, there's going to be this paid tier that we talked about. Um, but but on iPhones in iOS, you're still gonna um, you're still gonna have to open the Google app, and at the top of the app, there's gonna be an option for Google search, and there's gonna be an option for Gemini. And I thought that that was just such a good metaphor for the entire company, right? They're not willing to just change the entire uh, you know Google app to just be Gemini, right? They're not the willing to sort of make that leap. But, and this was, here's a quote from Morgan Stanley, for the entirety of Google's existence, search has been the most important product by a mile. It's beginning to signal that Gemini might matter just as much, right? There's never been a product they've put on a toggle where it's either search or Gemini. They've never put something up on the, up on the masthead along with yeah, search. But it took them 18 months to do this. 18 months or whatever it is since OpenAI stole that mainstream moment now it's signaling that Gemini might matter just as much. I think that its critics would argue that that's maybe still too little too late and that Google is still in experimental and testing mode, right? And it's not making this big, bold move that we know from the likes of Zuckerberg. It's very Sundar Pichai, um, very thoughtful. And that could win the race, by the way, right? <laughs> like yeah, you go no, back to yeah, the tortoise and yeah. the hare. Yep. It's slow the and steady. They actually, yeah, yeah <laughs> and we're still so early. Um, but But it does speak to sort of like the most criticized part of Google's AI strategy. Um, and even, I mean, sure, you could say that one part of the race has already, we've decided a winner, right? Google created, built, developed the foundational technology that made ChatGPT possible, yet OpenAI still stole that mainstream moment along with Microsoft. So if you think about that as like a mini race or a mini battle, Google kind of lost that one. It was a really important moment for new technology yeah i mean i i'm so i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make another analogy and sort of pour a little cold water just play devil's advocate on the idea of google as the, the slow and steady in the race um you know i, I think back to I, I think it's a matt ball tweet um who's a who's a like a commentator on on uh, tech and media and he pointed out he took basically every major media company and pointed out the sort of like evolutions that they've had over the years so for example like uh, uh, Time Warner, right? The mm -hmm. the mergers that it did and being bought by AT and T and then <laughs> spitting it out again and then merging with Discovery and you know Don't launching AOL the, back in yeah, the day. I mean, think back in the day AOL, but 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 um, you know, there's the HBO app, there's Max, there's merging them to be HBO Max and now just Max and like 
all of that stuff during all that hap happening, you know what there was? There was just Netflix. And it mm -hmm. never, you know, I mean, the last time Netflix did anything like that was maybe with the Quickster, you know, fracas, but that's, you know, at this point, like 15 years ago, Netflix for the last, you know, more than a decade has just operated and just every year grown, 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 not confused people. And I wonder the, the Google thing, it's like, you know, an, another name change, another launch, uh, you know, d is this the slow and steady story? I thought you were going to say Google is the Netflix in this example, whereas Microsoft with Copilot and different offerings and Amazon with all of its different AI products oh, wow. yeah. is the other one. So uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting idea. And I think the only thing we can take from this is that it's not over. And there's a very strong case to be made that Google will ultimately win this. It has the distribution and it has the data. And those are arguably two of the most important things. And it certainly has the technology. It certainly has the, the AI technology and the infrastructure to be able to, to do this. Um, but speaking of all this, we did, we got to tell folks to go watch our weekly. Um, got a lot of traction this week. And we just talked about the end of Google search and if that, is a possibility. If what, what would need to happen to make that the case? We're far off, but the signs are kind of there and they're growing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think just in terms of the, uh, it's so fascinating to think about and sort of what I was just talking about the like head down, just keep operating, keep it simple for consumers. You say they have the technology, but I just wanted to pull out sort of this one quote. Um, most users will still be using the standard version of the Gemini model, known as Gemini Pro. In order to use Gemini Ultra, the more powerful model, you'll have to sign up for Gemini Advanced, which is now part of the $20 a month Google One AI premium plan. The number of words that I just said, the number of different <laughs> options for consumers, Gemini, Gemini Pro, Gemini Ultra, Gemini Advanced, like, you know, the, there's an element of this. And Google also is, is very criticized for doing this with messaging. You know, yeah. it's like it, it was Hangouts, it was Google Meet, it was Google Uno. Like, you know, there's a there's an element of consistency and sort of simpleness for the consumer that I think is is at risk of being lost. That's funny because it's also the idea of being a big tech company. Um, you just you have so many different products that you want to get out there and you say you're going to streamline like that was what we started with yet there's still so many layers to dig through and, and that might be true for consumers and developers yeah really fascinating to see um and i think uh, a really interesting move you know I, I sometimes like people say that rebranding is just that it's just branding you know facebook changing its name google changing its name to alphabet it's nothing but these do signal these huge broader yeah. shifts that that or doesn't are signal in this case, in this case, we're not we're not Gemini yet, um, and yeah. uh, you know it was just perfect for Bob Iger to say this week: be disrupt or be disrupted, and it's a good way to summarize sort of what's going on right now with search. Yeah. Um, but still, lots left. So thanks for being with me with the sound in the background, and we'll be back yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive. AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. 